Do you believe in yourself? Do you believe in your parents? Do you believe in your friends and relatives? Do you believe in your society that you live in? If you are a doubtful mind or if you are upon somebody who is trusting everyone, a lot of it is decided way back when you are very young based on how you have been programmed by your teachers and parents. And if you are wanting to change any of your those belief systems, this is the podcast that you must listen to. Stay tuned. Welcome to this podcast on how to believe in yourself by Vishwamohan. So, most of your belief systems are formed during your formative years between 4 to 7 years of age. That's how you started seeing the people around, believing what was said to you by your parents and your teachers during those younger days. You are also watchfully looking at all the things around and trying to map as to what would become eventually your guidance for your success or failure in future. Today I want to share with you a story of my own during my younger days and how my belief systems were formed. Ready? Okay, here it is. One of those days when I was just four years old, my mother told me that famous story which every parent would tell their child. You would definitely have heard it too. The Gulliver Travels. Who would have not known about the Gulliver and the Lilliputians and this famous story of it? It was so mesmerizing for me to understand that there are people who could be like six inch tall and uh, how interesting that would be if we get trapped up into that kind of an island and how supportive they are into helping this person go back to his own island later and how, as a person, Gulliver helps them conquer their island and help them in so many ways. So, once I listened to that story by my mother, I was so transpired that I started looking for the patterns and people and places where I can find those Lilliputians, as any tender age small young lad would do. That night, I couldn't sleep. The next day, I started looking for everywhere. And probably I found one place where they could be. My mom just returned from her daily chores from outside and they saw me sitting on a pile of electronic things. And she shouted and asked me, what are you doing, kid? And I said, mom, look, looks like the Lilliputians have escaped. My mom was shocked to her life and she came to us closer and looked at it. I just tore apart the radio that we had at our home. It was the only pricey possession that my parents ever had. And I knew that the Lilliputians have escaped. And with my innocent face, when I said that, my mom couldn't say anything more but try to put those things together. Of course, she was not an engineer or a mechanic. But all she could do was put that pile inside and tie it up nicely with a ribbon. That afternoon, my father came back from his office as he would daily come for his lunch. And the moment he entered, he saw that radio kept there with a tied ribbon as if it was a gift. And with a weird smile, he asked my mom, what happened to it? It looks like a new gift. And before my mom could say anything, I jumped into front and said to my dad, dad, you know what? These Lilliputians have escaped. All the Lilliputs are gone. And my father looked sternly at my mom's face 
And then she said the whole story there. And my father, who was such a important thing that he has lost now, was so mad, but he didn't do anything. But he just said, son, you don't worry. Maybe once we fix this thing, the Lilliputians may return back. And after a few days that was put back to function, it was a radio from Murphy, Japan, imported one. And it was really pricey for my dad because that was the only way we could communicate to the outer world. As we, my father and ourselves, we were stationed in a remote mining area uh, where there was no other mode of communication for the outer world. And for me, and I today realize how important that was. But the way they gave me the feedback, the way they responded to my prank is what mattered most. And I turned out to be a person who kept experimenting and doing those small mistakes every now and then, looking for lilliputs in every place. And I'm sure, if I have not found the lilliputs for sure, but then I found many interesting things by not losing my curiosity, inquisitiveness to learn new things experiment and failing forward and not really worrying about what am I doing, whether it's right or wrong, whether somebody is judging on me or not. So that's so important is the way you behave to a incident actually matters to your kid and your younger days. So my question to you is, how have you been programmed or what programs that are running in your mind are actually holding you for your success? Is it those many belief systems that your father would have said whether money grows on trees? Or did they say it is so easy to make money just by making people happy, giving them those things that they need and looking for or whatever it could be? Each one, the way we respond in those younger days almost forms up and becomes our belief system and the guiding rule. So it is possible for us to change as well by actually reaffirming and looking at the new patterns. I'm sure each of us, if you can deep down, find out what are those belief systems and past programs, we will have those interesting stories which have actually gotten to our current belief system. If they are supporting, we better keep them. If not, we should form our own new stories and never stop experimenting to find those lilliputs any place, anytime. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I'm thankful for you. Take care and bye-bye.